0: Hi everyone, and welcome back to another sipping with Sage. If you're wondering what I'm drinking, it is apple juice. I don't know why, but I always find myself getting a glass of it when it's really warm. And today it is a very hot day. Um, usually I go roller skating every like second morning, but this morning it was not happening because it was way too warm. Um, but yeah, I have a lot to update you on. I've been putting off recording this podcast for a while just because I don't know I think it's the executive dysfunction or something but I just couldn't I couldn't do it for some reason but now I'm sitting playing some Animal Crossing and I thought I have so much to tell you guys I don't know why I've been putting it off for so long um so let's start with the market prep as you guys know I have a market coming up um it is on the 10th of April and I am super excited. I have recently bought quite a bit of supplies for like this the stall to make it look cute and functional and got these little baby shelf thingies uh from Kmart. I will make a post about them and about my store and everything in the future, um in the next coming weeks as like a tutorial on, you know, what I did and, and how I set up a market store. Um yeah, so I've been doing that. and am waiting for some supplies from Spotlight to arrive. And one of the things I bought in like a 20-something, um, like 20-piece order arrived today. And it was a single sheet of felt in like a paper, a, I don't know, a four envelope. And that's wild to me. Why, why did Spotlight send me a single sheet of green felt? Um, I get that they probably need to get my order from many different stores, but it seems a bit weird. Um, so now I have just that sheet of felt and nothing else from my order, so I need to wait for everything else. Um, but the plan is, I bought a, uh, I bought lots of this purple fabric. Um, they have little leaves on it, and that's going to be the tablecloth. Um, and as you guys know, Gingham is, like, the background for... Either one of my logos, the wizard and like the little rabbit one that I posted on Instagram, um, which is interesting because I've been getting some mixed reviews about it. I think 90% of the people in the poll liked or preferred the rabbit business card, the logo. Um, but then my mum prefers the wizard, um, obviously the remaining 10% of you prefer the wizard and one of my friends said that it had too many elements which I sort of agree with you know it has like the stump and the rabbit the tree and then the moon but I couldn't decide on what to leave out because I felt like each of them provided a good you know they were there for a reason um I sort of felt like the rabbit you know was I thought it was important to have like a little character slash mascot um the moon was supposed to add like A magical, sort of celestial vibe, perhaps, because that's something that I'm really interested in and want to reflect more in my work. Um, And then the tree is more like the whimsical woodland vibe. Um, I mean, I love the wizard. um, However, I feel like it's leaning more to like the kid core, um, you know, magic-y vibe. Um, which is which is fine and great, but I also wanted to lean a little bit more into the cottagecore vibe, just because I feel like my ceramic style suits that better. Um, just because I can't get a ton of bright, vivid colors in my pieces, and I don't use them too often. I feel like my pieces are quite, you know, pastel or watercolory. Um, but I'm not too sure, honestly. I I feel like I'm having a existential crisis about my brand identity for like the fifth time um i've changed my logo quite a few times before launching my business and i think the only reason why i was thinking about doing that again was because of the market and i wanted the stall to look good but i couldn't find a way to like incorporate my three main colors at the moment which is pink blue and red i was like i'll have a pink gingham tablecloth and then blue and red accents but then I feel like the the shades of blue and red that I have are way too rich and saturated that they would overpower the pieces so I was like okay what other colors maybe like a light pink and like a mint green that would look really good together um and they complement each other well and it wouldn't overshadow the pieces so I don't know I'm still a bit iffy on my whole brand identity and what people think of when they see my work Um, so yeah, (laughs) that's where I'm at at the moment, and I'm just trying to figure that out. But for now, I'm going to be having this lovely lilac tablecloth with little leaves on it, and then pink and green accents, um, for the different things that will be holding my pieces. Um, and those will sort of be, like, the main three colours, um, as well as, like, wood textures and colours. And then the idea with the felt is that I'm going to um embroider and 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 sew my logo onto the tablecloth. Uh, I'm still kind of nervous about it because I've never done something like this before. I did make like felt um ornaments for my Christmas tree uh two years ago um and they looked pretty cute but this time I'm going to be I'm going to be using my sewing machine I believe to top stitch and sew the felt onto the tablecloth and also to hem and make the tablecloth and then I'll be using embroidery thread to sort of do the details Um, and I'm hoping that it will look good from afar with the bright you know sort of felt sheets but then also have some nice detail when you come up close. Um, I I guess I just really want my brand to you know when you when you see my logo you You think of my work, um, but when I was looking at the clown, I could only really th- not clown <laughs> the wizard, I could only really think of the wizard, and I only made him once because I didn't really like the idea that much, like I liked the idea for myself, but I didn't seem to do so well, but my other pieces seemed to do a lot better, so I wanted to include like a a favorite in the logo and something that embodies. The magical, whimsical, softer vibes of my work, with still leaving like a childish element, which I think the rabbit portrayed that quite well, because you know it's a cute um, little rabbit. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I I think it's gonna take a lot of pondering before I'm like fully confident in the decision that I've made. Um, but yeah, other than the market. Um, I also, if you haven't seen on Instagram, um, my Embrace the Pace sticker design actually won a competition. Um, I entered it into a tote bag competition for Healthway, I believe, um, for the Drug Aware campaign that they're doing for young artists um, and about mental health and stuff like that. And it's local for me here in W.A., and I just ended it as like, a, oh, I really think that embrace the pace and the whole idea of taking things slow um, is is quite a powerful and helpful, encouraging message. So I think people might benefit from that. And, it, you know, thankfully, I guess everyone on the board agreed with that. So I won, which is so shocking. Um, I was just having tea with my mum because she's visiting at the moment. Um, and we were just chatting and I got the email and I was like, what? And, um, you know, we, we got really excited about it because it's a really great opportunity to have a, a company or anyone really commission me for this kind of design work because I'm a ceramicist and, uh, an aspiring illustrator. Um, I do have to vectorize my design for the final, uh, like the final Design, and I don't know how to do that. I don't have Adobe Illustrator, so I'll probably have to get a subscription, and learn how to do that real quick. I have five weeks, I believe. Um, in two weeks' time, I'm gonna give in the two concepts, um, for the tote bag, um, and they'll pick one, and then I have three weeks to do the vector. Um, so <laughs> yeah, a bit of a pressure, but an amazing opportunity. So yeah, so we have the market, we have the tote bag thing uh, what else? um, if you guys have been following me since oh, actually I can't remember if I had ceramics like my Instagram account active when this happened um, but I got uh, last year um, just a quick trigger warning, I'll be talking about um, wisdom teeth um, but I got my wisdom teeth removed. Wisdom tooth actually. Uh basically I needed all of them removed, but because of COVID restrictions, I could only have one extraction. So we just picked the one that was the most painful. Uh so I still have my three left and they're really hurting right now. All of my teeth hurt because of them, they're all wanting to come out, but I'm having a bit of a dilemma because if I get them taken out before my market, I'm going to have like a week of bed rest and that makes me really anxious because I already am having like flare ups and migraines, and I don't wanna. I don't wanna be stumped for time, so I'm thinking of putting it off until after the market, and I'm hoping that I can just soldier until then. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, I only had the one removed last year, so I'm assuming that because, you know, it's been so long already, I think it'll be okay for a few extra weeks. Um, I think the market is in a month so yeah it should be okay uh, I'm praying um the last I guess exciting thing is that I'm currently working on some virtual workshops um it's still sort of up in the air just because I don't know that I want to do them I just need to figure out how I want to execute it uh these won't be available until after my market obviously uh probably um they'll be a- available or a- I'll be holding them around June I'm thinking uh, just because I do have a second market straight after the first one um, or a month away so <laughs> yeah um, but basically I have this idea for virtual markets I have an idea for two different kinds um, one would be that I make pre-recorded videos um, like it, like a basic like a little mini course where each video sort of touches on different topics. Like the first one would be the different stages of clay, the different types, how to pick, you know, the right one for you. Um sort of like an intro, you know, clay one oh one. And the second one would be hand building and we'd go over the different techniques. And then the last one would probably be like under glazing and glazing and going all over going over all of that. Um but they'd be pre recorded <clears throat> And you'd be able to you know, buy them as a set, or maybe separately, and you can watch them at your own pace and rewatch them if you need to. And I think that would be a really accessible way because then people can, you know, take their time with it and go at their own pace and buy the clay and that sort of thing. Um, and then the second option was going to be a live stream, where once a week we do a live stream for I think three weeks in a row, or um two weeks in a row and then we'll leave like a week gap for your pieces to dry out so that you can glaze them or fire them and glaze them um I obviously need to iron out the timeline but the live streams would then allow um the the students I guess whatever you'd call Workshop attendees um, to ask questions. So it's like, you know, an IRL workshop But it's accessible to everyone around the world and that you can buy your own clay Um, So you don't have to work with ceramic clay, but you can work with air dry clay or paper clay Um, Because the techniques are pretty much the same just a little less uh, scary or serious Um, and then I was thinking of making like a little pack that you could buy from my shop with all of my favorite supplies, um, so that you have the matching supplies that I use in the workshop. You, know, and you don't have to go through the trial and error of, oh, which tool is the best, because I've bought quite a few, but I only really rotate between like five, and they're my favorite and they, you know, work really well and do the jobs that I need them to. And then I could teach you how to make froggies or little cups or something like that. Um, because I know that a lot of people want to make their own froggies, uh, which is totally fine. Um, I don't have a problem with that, um, because obviously I can't get keep my froggy design. Uh, but I'm just hoping that people won't take my secrets and then go sell their froggies. Um, but if that was to happen, I mean, there's not much I can do about it anyway. Um, but I thought that would be kind of fun. Um, and I like the pack idea because it means that you only need to buy the clay uh, where you are, but you don't have to, like, go searching for all the different tools that you need. Um, so yeah, so that's the idea. I thought it would be really fun because I want to make ceramics a little bit more accessible because, for me, I am fully self-taught. I learned from books, YouTube videos, and forums, and it took a while because you had to find... Uh, or I had to find videos linking to what I specifically wanted to learn, and I um, made up my own sort of ideas. As you guys might have seen, my um, earring, uh, like my bead rack. I'd never seen someone done do sorry the ear uh, sorry the hooks before, and I thought that was a pretty useful idea. I'm, I'm using them right now. I in a firing at the moment, firing some earrings, and I think it might be fun to share some of those little secrets and things that I figured out on my own, um, to help other people. And also because I really wanted to do clay workshops, but they were either really expensive, or they were at a place that was scary and inaccessible, um, like claymink- sorry- Uh, like the studio or other studios they're not super accessible and also the people can be really scary so, or or judgy Um, and I don't know if I I should um, I'm not going to be talking about them because it's not super relevant but um, I'm not trying to be mean or, or say that they're bad I just wish that they were more accessible and a bit kinder to um, their, their students, um, just because it's not only me that has this experience, but a lot of my other St. friends here where I live have had the same problems, and funnily enough, we all sort of just did our own thing and ended up saving for our own kiln so we didn't have to fire there. Um, so I feel like it's a, it is a common experience. Um, so I want to allow people to do this at their own pace, in a non-anxiety-inducing situation that is fun. And, you know, there's no silly questions or anything like that. Um, and I think it would be just a fun environment. Um, but I am really nervous about it just because there's so much to figure out. Like, how people ask questions if their hands are covered in clay and that sort of thing. Um... I thought of the idea of maybe like a voice chat like Discord where it's like your mic turns on when you speak sort of thing. Um but I don't know if Discord does video. I I'm not super versed in Discord. So I uh, I'll obviously be figuring all of that out and for June, but that's the estimated date for it. Um and yeah, I hope people like it. It's going to be just a more in-depth version of the WIP tier I have here. I upload like one or two tutorials a month here um which I'll still be doing and they'll you know be still exclusive and in depth. I have one coming out in a few days which is a jewellery tutorial about how I make my earrings um so yeah but the workshops will be touching on a more broader um subject like clay, but just a little bit more in depth, if that makes sense. Um, that's pretty much all I have to report, um, at the moment. I have my mum visiting from New South Wales at the moment, um, she's currently spending the day with her sister, but she's been staying at our house, so I've been trying to sort of navigate doing clay and, you know, working on the market, as well as spending time with her. Luckily, she's just as busy as I am, so it's been working out okay, but... Um, I'm nervous that I'm going to be a little bit more stressed the closer it comes, because I have a lot of things to make and a lot of ideas. Um, oh, before I forget, um, my local gallery is doing a exhibition thing where they're asking artists to apply, it. it's free, and you get to exhibit your pieces for two weeks in the gallery. Um, there's also prizes for winners and stuff, but I think it'd be really exciting. For me to try um, making more complex and 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 but still fun larger pieces for exhibitions for exhibiting them. Um, so the deadline closes in a month. So I've sketched out an idea. I just need to make it, but I hopefully want to try entering that in because I think it'd be really cool to have a piece in a gallery and then have my work on my shop, so that people can. I don't know, I wanna bridge the gap a little bit between gallery and and shop owners. Um, you know, so if people like my work in a gallery, they can, you know, buy earrings or trinkets or stickers and stuff and it makes my art, you know, more accessible. Um and then I can, you know, spread my message to a larger group of people. Um so my idea for this exhibition is um about like the inner child. I feel like that really resonates with me in my work, so I imagine a little, a little sprite, a little spirit, I haven't decided what they're going to be, but they're sitting on a field, like the top of a hill, and engraved or graffitoed into the grass is different, um, affirmations, like, I am safe, I am loved, um, that sort of thing, um, and the little spirit is sort of digging their fingers into the grass and into the earth and I guess absorbing and bringing up all of those affirmations into themselves um sort of like their safe space where they can you know give themselves love and tend to their inner child sort of thing I hope that I can convey that idea in a ceramic piece I think it'd be really cool though just because um I haven't seen anything like it before and it's message that i'm really passionate about i think everyone should tend to their inner child and play with some clay every now and again or do some coloring or something like that and remind themselves that it's their birth like it's your birthright to be happy um and and to be safe and you don't have to earn that and i really want to push um my my feelings and and my beliefs into a piece that has like a strong message so I'm hoping that it will turn out well. So I think I'm gonna work on the base tonight Um, after having some lunch and playing some Animal Crossing and then I'll get onto clay. I have the exhibition piece I want to work on um, some more trinket dishes because a lot of people seem to be like uh, seem to like those so I want to have lots of options and I need to make lots of trinkets. I've been putting that off because I keep forgetting to bring my little scale into the studio, and that's what helps me like get all of the trinket dishes around the same size is by weighing them. But I keep forgetting I'm like oh okay well, I'll make trinkets later I'll make earrings later, but I keep putting it off and now I need to make a crap ton. <laughs> um, but luckily I love making them because I can make whatever I want, and that's so freeing and i'm so grateful for that um but yeah that is all i have to say uh thank you so much for listening to me ramble and i hope that you are excited about at least one thing that i've mentioned in this podcast and i'd love to know what that what that thing is uh so i hope you have a great day and i'll talk to you guys very soon bye